That's me. Uh-uh. Hey, don't do it. I know, I hear him too. Don't do it. Good girl. How is it going, ladies and gentlemen? This is Sean Barnes. I want to welcome you back to The Way of the Wolf. I just realized it is December 29th, and I have not recorded a Lessons Learned episode for 2023. So here we are. I'm going to go ahead and share some thoughts and perspectives. I think I'm going to cover maybe four or five key lessons that I learned this year. Before I do, one thing that I would ask, all of you know that I don't run as never going to the best way for us to grow this show and positively impact people's lives is for you to leave reviews, rate the show and share it with friends. If you could do that, it would mean the absolute world to me. Just take 20, 30 seconds, leave a few comments and share it with a friend and we can possibly positively impact the lives of somebody else. So thank you. All right. Let's go ahead and dive into this. As many of you know, I left my full-time job in oil and gas. I've been in that industry for, oh God, maybe 15, 16 years, something like that, and decided to go out on my own, having a coaching and consulting business. Now, the lesson here is that all great things come with time and preparation. For those of you that know me, you know I'm very risk averse. I've always had this passion and drive and desire to go create something of my own, to build a company and a team so that we can positively impact more lives out in the world. Ooh, starting a business is scary. Leaving the comfort of that stable career, that stable job where you know every two weeks a paycheck is going to be hitting your account. And then going out onto your own and not knowing if every two weeks that paycheck is going to hit. Very scary stuff. However, you can do things to mitigate that risk, namely preparation, making sure that you understand how to build a business, that you understand how to network with others. Also, making sure that you have a skill set that is marketable and that you can actually monetize. If you are passionate about art, yes, you can go become an artist, but understand it's going to take time to get your name out there to build a reputation so that you can start selling your art over time. So the lesson here is if you have a dream, if you have a desire to go do something great, follow your heart but also make sure that you are preparing and fully understand what you are getting into. There is an allure of entrepreneurship out there this day and age. Yes, it is exciting. Yes, there is a tremendous amount of upward potential and opportunity. But if you don't do it right, you could be setting yourself up for failure. 
So make sure that you're taking the time to prepare yourself, prepare your team, your family, do the things that you need to do. And if you don't know how, reach out to me, reach out to other entrepreneurs, get a sense of where their heads are at and how they got started and figure out what they did so that you can do that. Next thing I want to talk about is consistency beats intensity. On a long enough time horizon, if you are consistent day in and day out, you will get better. If I go to the gym today and train as hard as I possibly can for a couple of hours and then wake up tomorrow and look in the mirror, I'm probably not going to see. I am not going to see anything different. If I go to the gym for a week straight and just kill myself two, three hours a day at the end of the week, probably not going to see much of a difference. But if I go to the gym for 30 minutes or 45 minutes a day, every single day for a year, I promise you are going to start seeing results. It's not easy. Everything worth having takes time. Next thing I want to talk about is extremely important, and that is building your brand. When people say your name, what comes to mind for them? Do they think, oh man, that dude, he's, uh, he's built the business, but he's kind of a d right? Okay. You don't want to be that person. You can, and yes, you can build a business, but is that really how you want to be known? No, probably not. And what I've come to realize, and this is actually over the past few years of having the podcast, is that I have been building a brand and reputation for myself. Because every single week, we've dropped a show. If it's just me talking or having a guest, every single week, we've had a show come out. And there are times when I'm recording Sunday before Tuesday to be able to actually get something out there. And there are other times when I've got five to six episodes all queued up and edited and ready to launch. I do that intentionally because sometimes life just gets in the way. Sometimes I get into a funk and I just don't have it in me. But I've made a commitment to myself and to all of the viewers and listeners that every single week we're going to be dropping a new episode. So that's what we've done. And I've built that reputation for myself. And it's something that I hold myself to a very high standard. And it's important as you start moving through life that you start building and developing your brand for who you are. Do you show up every single day or do you show up four or five days a week and then the rest of the time you just phone it in? It's important how you are known. Now, another thing that I want to touch on related to brand building is going to be marketing. This is something that <laughs> I've never done anything with. For the majority of my life, I've never had to do anything with marketing. And I always thought it was, okay, well, that's as a business, you've got to market your company. Yes, that's important. But we have to also market ourselves. As we start marketing ourselves and figuring out, okay, how are we going to positively impact the lives around us? I want you to be intentional about how you are marketing yourself 
also the mediums by which you market yourself on. Whenever I got started on this journey, I was putting a monumental amount of effort into building my Instagram following. And <laughs> I'm almost embarrassed to admit, I think it was probably two and a half years ago, I had, I don't know, 500 followers, 450, 500 followers, something like that. After two years of intentionally trying to figure out how to build my brand and how to create content and get followers on Instagram, I now have almost 1,900. <laughs> almost embarrassing to admit whenever I think about that, but on LinkedIn, I've got over 4,000 followers just by chance. And it hit me a couple of months ago. The people that I'm speaking to, the audience that I'm trying to reach, they are primarily hanging out on LinkedIn. When people go to Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, they're there from an escapism perspective. Do they appreciate content around leadership and becoming better? Of course. But quite frankly, they want to be entertained on those platforms. They want to see people dancing and they want to see dogs dancing and fun stuff like that. That's great. I actually go there for the same thing. But whenever you start marketing yourself or your business, be intentional and understand where your target audience is at. Once you know that, go all in on that platform. Learn as much as you can to increase your reach as much as possible so that you can have a greater impact and then start jumping over to other platforms. It's a great segue into the next lesson. That is how powerful social media can be. This is a double-edged sword and can actually be quite detrimental to you, to your mental health if you don't know what you are doing, if you are not being intentional about how you are using those platforms, understand there is a trillion dollar market cap AI pointed right at the brainstem trying to lock you into that platform. They do that by pushing polarizing content to get you engaged. Politics is extremely polarizing, and I found myself struggling with, even though I would go through my feed and try to purge out all things related to politics, somehow it would pop up onto my feed. No doubt, the algorithm knows that that is engaging and will get us all riled up and focused on staying into the platform. Make sure that you are intentional. It's not easy because you are fighting against an AI that is focused on keeping you locked into the platform. But if you are intentional about curating your content for what you want to see, something that's positive, something that's going to help you learn, something that's going to help you grow, you are going to start being in a much better headspace. Also, the content that you are pushing this gets even more challenging because society as a whole, we're looking for attention and validation. People posting thirst traps all the time. I recently posted a picture of my TRX with the new wheels that I got and had people messaging me talking about posting thirst traps all the time. <laughs> yeah, that truck is sexy. 
Okay. But I wasn't posting it as a thirst trap. It's just something that I was proud of and excited and wanted to share. So uh, I'm guilty of this as well. But be aware, the type of content that you are posting, what message does that send about you? Something to think about. Last thing I want to touch on is surrounding yourself with excellence. I've had a number of conversations this year. Uh, Dustin Sanchez has been on the show. We've talked about it quite a bit as far as this mindset of, okay, well, once you reach the top, there's, it gets lonely. There's fewer and fewer people at the top of the, the pinnacle or the pyramid or the triangle. And it can feel that way at first. Until you switch to having an, a mindset of abundance instead of a scarcity mindset. And this is, this is also pretty tricky to figure out how to navigate through. But what I realized is whenever you are climbing the corporate ladder or building yourself up in life and you think that you're at the top, what's really going on is you are actually part of a much larger triangle now and you have to start looking across at this level instead of just looking down and thinking okay well look at all these peasants i'm better than all these people no no it's not like that at all start being even more intentional about surrounding yourself with excellence finding like-minded individuals that you can learn from and that you can grow with there's, I mean, I would say almost weekly, I run into somebody at the, what I would seem strangest places and have a thought provoking and engaging conversation that just sucks me in. And I realize, wow, I know nothing. That is a powerful feeling. I think it's, oh man, I might butcher this, but I think it's the Dunning-Kruger effect where the the less you know, the more you think you know. And the more you learn, the more you recognize that you don't know much at all. Focus on surrounding yourself with excellence and see who can I spend some time with. And whenever you have those engaging conversations where you learn and grow, you're going to have to focus on how do I spend more time with those people and less time with the people that drag me down. You know who they are. We all have people in our lives that drag us down. They're constantly negative or they're constantly putting you in a dark headspace. It doesn't matter how much you care about those people. It doesn't matter how much you love them or they love you. If they are putting you in that dark place, create distance. You don't have to cut them off completely, but create distance to free up capacity to spend time with those that lift you up. That is the key. All right, another thing that I want to start doing on some of these shows is answering more questions from listeners and viewers. So I have a few here that I'm going to look at and see. Actually, okay, I really like this one, so I'm going to touch on this one today. How do you maintain work-life balance when climbing the corporate ladder seems to demand all of your time? Now, for those of you that have been listening, you understand that there was a point in my career where I was regularly working 60 to 80 hours a week, just crushing myself. 
I was in my late 20s, ended up being sick and emaciated, not sleeping at all, actually ended up getting quite a bit of gray hair. And I had this realization event that this was not healthy. I had this thought in my head that I had to work crazy, insane hours to climb that corporate ladder to accomplish all of these things that I knew in my heart I was meant to accomplish. And I don't think there was any one trigger or specific event, but over a period of a couple of months, I decided I couldn't do it anymore. I was getting gray hair in my late 20s, not healthy. So I started off small. I started off leaving the office at 4 p.m. to go to the gym. Just started off and said, I'm going to carve out this time to beat traffic and go to the gym. Now, I would go home after the gym and continue working, but that little step in the right direction made a huge impact, and it helped me realize that, okay, I feel a little bit better. I'm in a better headspace. I'm able to blow off steam going to the gym every day, and my career continued moving in an upward trajectory. And I thought, okay, well, can I do more of that? And so I started creating even more time for myself and set a limit of, okay, I'm going to work 50 hours a week max. That's, that's all I'm going to put in because what I realized is the work will always be there. It doesn't matter how much you do, how much your team accomplishes, there will always be more work that needs to be done. It's a reality of it. You got to get good at prioritizing that work, but there will always be more work that needs to be done. So when you ask, how do you create that work-life balance? You just do it. And sometimes starting off small like I did makes a huge impact and helps you realize that that is the way. You have to have some sort of balance. Now, whenever you are at work, you have to still be intentional about what you are doing. Continue investing in learning new skills. Continue focusing on networking with others and learning more about the business. If you want to grow and and get that director title and VP title, you absolutely can. There is nothing stopping you, especially here in the States. There is nothing stopping you. You have to put in the time, you have to put in the energy and the effort, but you also have to have time for yourself where you can mentally unplug and check out. Now that balance is going to be different for everybody, but that is the key. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is all I have for the show today. I hope y'all had a great Christmas and are set up and primed for an incredible 2024. Y'all have a good one.